What is going on, everybody? This is Candler English here with Training Ground Garage Talks. This is a space where we have open discussions about what it means to be a Christ-centered man in today's world. And we're so pumped to have you here with us. Let's dive in. What's going on, y'all? This is Candler English uh, with TG Garage Talks. I'm here with Corey Smith. Hello. And Lee Hollis. Hello. <laughs> we are finishing up our series on um, the three questions 20-somethings should be asking or are asking. Um, and today we're going to address what am I doing with my life? What do I do with my life? Um, and I think that can look like a number of things, but we were just talking a little bit before the episode um, before we started recording about um, even occupation, like what does that look like? Um, we're kind of talking about there being two extremes, one mm-hmm. of just like go out there, get a job, do whatever you have to do. And then the other extreme of why well, I have to be completely in love with my occupation. Right. Um, and kind of where, where, where can that, where can we kind of go with that? So, sure. Yeah. Probably. I think the, let's clarify the question just a little bit in the sense of what am I going to do with my life? And it is, there's lots of, um, words out there to describe that. I mean, that it could yeah. be occupation, it could be job, it could be calling. I mm-hmm. mean, it could be passion, it could be desire. I mean, there's a ton. And I think, um, you know, I think we would specifically want to talk to just how, how do we get there? How do we figure out what that process looks like? Mm-hmm. Um, and even just kind of understanding like, you know, what, what do I need in my life at a certain time? Cause I, you know, I don't, I mean, I know there was pressure on us, you know, 20 years ago to figure out our lives, but like, isn't the most daunting question ever the day after you graduate from college about like, well, what are you going to do with your life? And everybody's like, I don't know. You don't have the next 60 years. (laughs) You're like, yeah, didn't you just spend tens of thousands of dollars figuring that out? I think that's an important note because there was a time where you graduated from high school or got in the military or whatever. And you knew Mm -hmm. like, this is what the family does. Yeah. The families are farmers, or you're going to right. take over. You didn't have a choice. Yeah, you're going to be in the mill. You're going to be in the shop, yeah. or yeah, that was all determined for you. Yeah. And uh, and so now that's not the case. No, not right. at all. Yeah. And I would say too, if I could, at, at the beginning of all this, is that there's just so much pressure at that point. And 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 I think we've mentioned this before in a previous podcast, but like, get out there and do something because it's just a step. Yeah, completely. This isn't what you'll be doing for the next 60 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I, I, my first job where I got a paycheck was at Ace Hardware and I was putting together shelves. Yeah. They were doing a remodel. But, th- but that led to being executive director at a conference center and a marketing director and, you know, just a bunch of different things and working for national organizations. And now I'm here. But like, if I would have got stressed out about putting shelves together at Ace Hardware, like, it was a paycheck, you know, yeah. and I learned some valuable things. Mm-hmm. I learned that I didn't want to do that the rest of my life, yeah. you know, so there's, there's valuable things to, to learn in that regard hmm. as well. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of a win-win I found, like even like I've had, you know, pretty terrible jobs. I was doing like electrical <laughs> work for a while, which I love the work, but you know, the management wasn't great. So I, even through that, like whether it's terrible or amazing, you learn what you want to do or even what you don't want to do and like, okay, when, if I ever do become a boss or there's people under me, how can I lead well? You know? Sure. I, I think the, uh, the term that we would use with training ground is, um, evaluated experience mm. or the value of evaluated experience. 
Um, meaning like we even, you know, for those you don't know, um, guys in the program have a 40 hour work week and they get a paycheck and, um, we feel like that's a pillar of the experience because the staff and the interns and the, the mentors and everybody gets to give an evaluation of your work experience. Mm-hmm. Cause I know guys that go through work experiences and they'll hop from job to job to job, but they, they're, they're not gleaning everything they can from the experience because they're not, they're just, they're just hopping. Either they're trying to make money or they're trying to find, you know, what they really want to do. But I, I think it's really, really important um, to be kind to yourself in those places and go, hey, what did I learn? Or even spend some time with a counselor or a mentor and go, hey, can you help me walk through this work experience? Because I think it's, um, they are building blocks in terms of finding clarity of, of what you were made for. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I mean, it's a, it's so, uh, there's so many buzzwords out there now about like finding your destiny or like whatever, like, you know, <laughs> do what you were made destiny. to do, you know, like there's yeah. so many, then, and I think that's great in some sense, but I also think, I, I think I get sad when, when people hold too much pressure on themselves to figure all that out. Yeah, like day on. one, it's what Lee's saying. Like, um, you know, how different, um, experiences build on the next. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of heartbreaking because I think there's a lot of people in their twenties that don't enter into that process, uh, just because they're, 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 you know, they're afraid of, of bad experiences. So yeah. anyway, I mean um, that, yeah, go ahead. I would say even that, even before that question, um, I think that like if we are not doing anything, we get miserable. And I say that to say that we are meant to have a purpose. Yeah. We are made to work, you know, to engage our body, to engage our world. And if we're not doing that, then I know a lot of a lot of guys that have come into the program that were just miserable, you know. But once they've been in the program, see what they're capable of. I, I believe to this day, every one of our alumni is still working. Yeah. Because they've seen some value in that and mm-hmm. there's some purpose, even if it is just the paycheck. You know that, and if you get married someday and you can't get the job you want, but you're going to go out in there and work to provide for your family, that's noble. Yeah, completely. It may not be what you want to do for the rest of your life, but a man will get up and serve his family, serve others, and have a purpose. I mean, that's a worthwhile life. Yeah. Now, now the next question is then like, uh, what kind of work can we find that will be purposeful and make us feel fulfilled? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. And that's where you just keep you keep going out and you take the next step and you take the next step and and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. When something that was big for me, even coming in um, to the program, was I mean we've talked about it before, but working at the nursery mm-hmm. um, and just being outside like all day, like all right. for me in that in the season, and you know I just kind of finished my time there, but um, that was enough to keep me. I mean, yeah, you know you're out there busting your butt working but like just being outside that and earning the paycheck and too like you talked about lee like we're made to work and also to rise to the occasion and i think work presents that so well whether it's a challenge or even someone at work you have to confront like Mm -hmm. yo you, you know you need to step back a little bit or whatever like these are all little building blocks of showing us one what we're capable of, but who we are and who we can be, who we can step into. Mm-hmm. There's one alumni. I got to tell you the story because he he went to technical school and graduated with an electrical engineering technical certi- cert- <coughs> certificate. Sorry, and he called me one day and said he had this great job offer, lots of money. Mm-hmm. It was uh, four or five days a week, and then there's this other job where he 
would work four days a week, have three-day weekends every week, and it was a little less money, but he really liked the bosses, yeah. you know? And, like, he could just, I could just feel the tension. Mm. And I, I try not to get too specific and tell people what to do, but we just talked it through. Well, eventually he chose the job with the lesser money, more time off, and it was exactly the right thing. Mm. Like, he got to go fishing on the weekends. He was a lot less stressed. He wasn't getting calls at all hours of the morning to fix, fix uh, you know, an assembly line. Um, and then the rest of the story is, like, um, in the process, he picked up some other abilities. He was promoted within the company. He's in an even better position now. He's even happier. He's making the money he would have made. He found, Because he had the time to work on himself, he's now engaged and about to be married. It's just... He chose well. He chose life. Yeah. And, you know, and part of his, set, his definition of success was, can I have the time I need? Mm. Am I going to be stressed out all the time? How much money do I actually need to make? Sure. And really made that decision based upon those things that were important to him. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the, the, the unfair expectation on your generation, Candler, is um, – it's either the definition of success or how success happens. Yeah. Meaning like there are so many, you know, stories that, you know, are kind of in the forefront of your mind of people that just kind of, you know, with the Internet have just gotten so hugely financially yeah, successful in their 20s. Yeah. And, you're, and I'm like, I mean, that really uh, I'm not saying that, that that can't happen to people, but. I think it puts an undue pressure of like whatever you think success is, um, you know, whether that is, you know, money, house, car, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, it, it kind of devalues the actual process, the personal development yeah. process, um, because it, 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 what it, what it makes you think is those people got a shortcut. Yeah. Right. They're like, oh man, they, they skipped all these things that I'm, you know, wrestling and struggling through. Um, but because the goal, the goal is different. You know, the goal, you know, I think we're big believers in that the goal kind of works on you or the work works on you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of, you know, what Lee's talking about is all the, the variety of experiences give you different skills for the next step. And so that work is being done on you by work at the same time. And, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I think just that that perception of instant success, it, it can add, uh, you know, an unfair uh, weight mm. on, 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 and it, cause it, it, cause it also makes you feel like I got one shot and I got to make it matter. Yeah. You and know, it's like and it's literally like, my life can change for this one thing. And if I don't pull the trigger at the right time, right. it's over. Right. Yeah. I'm going to miss my opportunity. Yeah. Totally on. fear of missing out. Yeah. And, you it's know, a hard our, way to live. Yeah, and the news feed is filled with stories. Yeah, success stories, that's true, yeah. Of, Excellent. like, athletes or, you know, tech people or whatever yeah. that overnight have made money. Uh-huh. And because they didn't go through the steps to build the foundation of how to manage your money, how to, you know, what's, what is, you know, defining success and what makes you happy, that, you know, in a relatively short amount of time, the money is gone. Yeah. Right. And their life is miserable. Yeah. Right. It's like they skipped all the character building steps. So when they got everything they, they thought they wanted, it's right. like the, the foundation. Well, it's like the, uh, Lee, you probably helped me on this one, um, people that win the lottery, yeah. Yeah. about how many people are just dead broke yeah. you know, after yeah. a short amount of time because it, it, there was no character formation. Yeah, completely. Um, you know. Well, I mean, and too, like as we talk about this, like even in my own creative process, like I've had to learn like, you know, a 
I put out my like second record like a few years ago and I thought it was going to blow up. Like, right. you know, I had this like, <laughs> I was like 20 and then like, and I was like, wait, there's like 12 people on Spotify listening to it or whatever. And, and two, I've had to just grow comfortable with, I'm going to make the most genuine and honest work I can and let that compound over time. And people will come to that authenticity. It's like, it's it, good, you know. Um, and that's something, yeah, the, the program really helped me with. It's like, it's not a hard and fast, you know, mm-hmm. answer. And some of that too is like, uh, there's some things in us that need to be burned away mm-hmm. just so the, the true gifts, the hardwiring, the design of our hearts and our minds can kind of rise to the surface. Yeah. And, and a lot of that just comes through adversity. I mean, a lot of that comes through sweat and toil and, you know, dusty days working at the, at the plant nursery. <laughs> You guys did remind me of something, a phenomenon I've seen with uh, new college graduates or new tech school graduates or whatever, is that they get out there and they get that job, and they they look at everybody else in their neighborhood, and they've got these nice houses and nice cars, and they think that's what they should have. Yeah. And so, like, I remember this one couple, young couple, she was a hairdresser, and he was doing maintenance somewhere, and they got married, and... Like, they bought the house, they bought the car, they bought everything. And then, in a relatively short amount of time, they realized that they could not sustain that. Yeah. Like, they, they thought that that's what you do. Like, you get the house, you get the car. And they, they didn't think about, like, everybody has that beater for the first 10 years of their marriage, mm-hmm. you know? I'm not talking about the husband. Oh. <laughs> but um, <boom. laughs> Wow. But but we oh, all Lord. we, we wow. make sacrifice. This the house I'm living in is not the first house I bought. Yeah, like, like the first house I bought was one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and it's a completely, a completely different house than this house. Uh, but uh, like like work and what you do, your home and all that stuff is a step as well. Yeah, right. Like you just don't get the three thousand square foot house or the brand new car. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about whether that's smart or not either. But anyway, I'm like, like everything is a process. Everything is in progress. And um, yeah, we, we just got to take, take that as it comes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and one last piece of encouragement is I would say, um, you know, let risk, like whatever risk means in a situation. Um, and this kind of even kind of pings a little bit on just even the previous two episodes. Um you know, and Lee kind of hinted towards it earlier was, you know, take the next, you know, the next right step. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when you think about, you know, earning a paycheck and kind of pouring your life into a calling or a career, um, you know, the idea that that starts off with smaller steps of just going and even kind of setting up a time going, I'm going to do this for six months and then I'm going to reevaluate. Or I'm going to do this for a year. I'm going to reevaluate. Um, you know, and even kind of during that time, keep an eye on yourself. Like, what, what did I really like about that? What did I really not like about that? Um, you know, because I think in this time, it, it has so much more to do with um, your own personal development than kind of this like ladder of success. Dream job. Yeah. Yeah. I've so. enjoyed several of our alumni <clears throat> that they'll graduate with degrees and then just go buy, drive bus in Breckenridge for a season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just to. Re, you know, reset things. Right. I, I love that. Right. Yeah. We have a lot of guys that graduate and do three or four jobs until they kind of land in their quote unquote career. Yeah, sure. I, I love what you've said. And I think it's even in one of our videos that, you know, like now is the time to risk. Uh-huh. 
like mm-hmm. in 10 or 15 or whatever years, you're going to have a wife and kids and a mortgage and all this stuff, and there's going to be more required of you, and it's going to be harder to risk. Not that it's impossible, but like now is a great, like right out of college or, you know, like if you want to do something, do it. Yeah. Go for it. You know, you never know where it's going to go, but it's, it's never going to be as easy to do it now uh, as it is if you wait. It's Absolutely. just it's going to get harder. Yeah. I mean, when that, and that was the whole thing. I was like, I mean, I have a lot of relational ties in North Carolina, but like job, don't have one back there. Don't, you know, like I was living in a little tiny cabin that I had built. Like I was ready to go. Like I was right. ready to come out here. And, and I knew if I waited, even, I mean, we talked about this when I was coming out here, like even if I waited a few months, like I was thinking like I could totally just see oh, myself right. pulling yeah. back. I remember that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I would just, back both of you and saying like pull the trigger do it right yeah. well and two I, I think um as we grow like the places that we used to fit mm. we just don't fit in anymore yeah, yeah. and so there, there's some part of that natural process that you have to move on yeah completely and, and do the next job or whatever mm-hmm. um and that's exciting that's like yeah. such a cool thing to just always have it's like, you know, just glory to glory. Like, we get to step into new and newer things. I'll reiterate. It's a blank check, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> your name's in the thing. You write it out for what you want and go for it. Yeah. You know? Because if, if you're walking with the Lord, you're walking with your brothers, you're going to end up where you are. It's not going to be easy. No. It's yeah. not going to be There's going to be challenges, but you'll be better in the long run. Yeah, it's true. Completely. Well, cool. Yeah, well, it's been a... Great, kind of finishing up our series on three questions 20-somethings are asking themselves. And this has been Candler English. Lee Hollis. Corey Smith. And we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for TG Garage Talks. We are currently accepting applications for Training Ground Colorado 2022 and Training Ground Chattanooga 2022. Now, guys, I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing training ground has been for me so if anything we've talked about in this episode or in other episodes have stirred anything in your heart um please man look into coming out with us it's going to be a blast and we can't wait to have you you can find us at www.trainingground.com and you can also find us on instagram at training ground colorado as well as training ground chattanooga Well, until next time, guys, this has been Candler English with Training Ground Garage Talks. See you soon.